Welcome to Fringe Element War Against the Spread, week number 12 edition. My name is Braden Gall, and you can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. And I'm Stephen Lassen. You can follow me on Twitter at Athlon Stephen. Check out my work at AthlonSports.com and on YouTube at AllCFB365. There you have it. Um, lots of games this week that are a little weird. It's the off week for most teams. It's how you get bowl eligible in the SEC a lot of times this week. Um, but if you are gambling on the SEC, I cannot recommend playing Stephen Lassen any more than I am recommending right this minute. Five one and one last week. Now, to be fair, I also went five one and one last week, so I finally am now above five hundred, but just by a game. Uh, however, you five one and one last week, Stephen twenty three eleven and one in your last five. Twenty three eleven and one, and now on the season forty six thirty three and two. You are thirteen games over five hundred, and you are being forced to pick every one of these games, Stephen. How are you doing it? Shrug. I don't know, man. <laughs> I I, uh, I have to admit this week really worries me because as I was going through, like you said, it, there's a lot of one-sided games. It feels a lot harder to pick. Like once you get into league play, you get a better feel for these teams. So yeah, it's true. I'm a little worried this week. All right, we'll do our best to make his best, uh, uh, make you guys some money and give you the best possible decisions you can make because Fringe Element is brought to you by J.E. Dunn, our wonderful friends at J.E. Dunn. And Braden, you know what I love the most about them is you don't need any experience to go and work there. They got a great culture, great environment. What more do you need? If you're looking for a place to work, J.E. Dunn. Look at that. I didn't have to say anything. You did the whole thing. $5 billion in annual revenue, offices all across the Southeast. And it's just not, it's like Cadillac Williams versus Jimbo Fisher. It's just not that hard. If, if you care about your people, they will work hard for you. And that is J.E. Dunn's entire business model is care about their employees, keep them happy, happy, keep them healthy, keep them productive. Uh, and it's amazing what happens when you do that to people around you. And uh, there you go. JEDunn.com. Check them out. Okay. Let's put those records on the line here, Stephen, because these are some random ass games. Uh <laughs> Uh, Tennessee, there's a couple SEC games in here, so it's cool. Uh, Tennessee minus 21 and a half at South Carolina. I'm taking the Vols. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep rolling with this offense. They, they, especially if they're going to score after with 30 seconds to go and tack on a few for beauty points for the committee. Uh, give me the Vols minus 21 and a half on the road against South Carolina. Anything could happen, but I'm taking the Vols lay the points. I like Tennessee as well. And that is one of my JE done smart decisions of the week. You know, you saw what happened last week against Missouri. This Tennessee offense can score. South Carolina scoring has been an issue this year. I think the only way South Carolina covers or keeps it close is Beamer ball. They get an early score in special teams. The game is close. I just think Tennessee needs style points. We saw they'll do it last week. I think they'll do it th again this week. I like the Vols big. Florida minus 14. So we agree there. Florida minus 14 at Vanderbilt. We willed Vanderbilt into victory for the first time since October of 2019 by both saying Kentucky will win by a bunch of points last week. That didn't happen. Florida, though, very hot, playing really good on offense, running the football like crazy. Can Vanderbilt slow down the Florida rushing attack? Florida minus 14 in Nashville. This is a tough one. Um, you know, I think if you look at Florida this season, they sort of played up the teams and they played down. But the last two weeks, they've taken care of business against South Carolina in A&M. So I'm going to roll with the Gators here. So tough call because I think you can make a case Vanderbilt might get the backdoor cover. It seems right there in the edge. So I'm going to play a very hot Florida team 
coming to Nashville. Keep in mind, it is a look ahead because they get FSU next week in the rivalry. Yeah, seeing weird things on the internet with transfers and all kinds of weird things with Florida and Florida State. That, that, it's fun to have that one back. That's going to be a good game next week. Um, I, I'm taking Florida as well, laying the 14. It's some somewhat because I think when there's that much pressure to win a game over like four years, it, it's only natural for there to be a release and to be an exhale and to be a, a, a letdown's not the right word, but uh, Florida's just hot right now and I think they can run the football. Uh, all right, dude. UMass plus 33 and a half at Texas A&M. This is suggesting that Texas A&M will do something it hasn't done since when? <laughs> you know, I looked at this and they have not, you know, when you look back to the start of the season, they only beat Sam Houston State 31 to nothing. Now, you might argue Sam Houston State is better than UMass. So, this That's is true. a tough one. That's true. But you but, think do you think Texas A&M can score 34 points in a football game? I'm taking the Minutemen uh, to cover here, Braden. I think, you know, I think that they could, you know, 33 and a half, 34, really, they only need probably one score. Keep in mind, Texas A&M, very slow, very deliberate pace on offense. You could also look at it and say, hey, A&M needs to put up some style points with Connor Wigman, maybe show the offense is getting going. UMass has trouble scoring. I think they can do just enough to cover that big spread, though. I, I got it. You got it. You have to take UMass plus 33 and a half. Like you... 34 to nothing. I, I I'm sorry. I'll 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 just bet on Texas A&M not getting to 34 points. Like I don't I mean I think you're right. They they need some confidence right now. But I mean how how do you know Jimbo's not going to screw that up too? Uh Georgia minus 22 and a half at Kentucky. Uh obviously Georgia has has already clinched. Kentucky is reeling right now. Uh, I will take the Bull Puppies and lay the 22 and a half. I think it's very similar to last week. The defense and the pride of Kentucky stands up for the first half. It's a one-score game at halftime. And then just like last week against Mississippi State, Georgia just sits on you, suffocates the life out of you, and murders your soul, and you you lose by four touchdowns. So late, late 22 and a half, taking Georgia. I agree with you. It is my second J.E. Dunn smart decision of the week. I'm taking Georgia. I think to your point, Kentucky can hang around early. Georgia just playing too well on both sides of the ball, seeing this team come together at the right time. Also, not a great matchup for Kentucky's offensive line against this front <laughs> from Georgia. If you had trouble blocking Vanderbilt, Jalen Carter and others for Georgia's defense are going to be a nightmare matchup. So give me Georgia. I can't wait to learn about the second string for Georgia's defensive line and how good they are uh, against Kentucky. This is an interesting one. Ole Miss, fresh off a disappointing loss. They did cover. Minus two and a half at Arkansas. It looks like KJ Jefferson is going to play again. Make sure you always keep an eye and play the very end of the week. But Sam Pittman on Monday said, I believe that KJ Jefferson is going to play on Saturday. So keep that in mind. Old Mississippi minus two and a half at Arkansas. Who you got? Tough call. I think I'm going to lean Arkansas here. And I think there's sort of a timing angle to this. Ole Miss just played Alabama. Close game. Not to mention there's the look ahead to Mississippi State on Thursday night next week. So the well, that timing, game matters. That game's timing, important to people. Right. Timing of this game could not be worse for Ole Miss going on the road to Fayetteville. I'll bank on KJ Jefferson playing. Arkansas's got to get that six win and get to bowl eligibility. So mild upset cover. I'll take a chance on Arkansas here. I I I thought for sure you were going to take Ole Miss. And I was gonna I was gonna come in here and be like, no, 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 Arkansas. 
I'm with you, especially if it gets to three. Give me Arkansas here. A terrible, terrible spot for Ole Miss emotionally. Uh, although I do, and defensively, they have not been, you know, this is a team that's sort of shown its weaknesses the last three to four weeks. So um, I, I think Arkansas can run the football all game if they've got KJ Jefferson. If they don't, we saw how bad the offense can look sometimes. So last year's game was crazy and wild in Oxford. This one could be just like that too. If if the Hogs and the Rebels are at full strength in this one. So a two so a two point conversion wins it for Ole Miss. Arkansas covers. I yeah. like that. Uh Western Kentucky plus five and a half at Auburn. What in the hell, Stephen Lassen? Western Kentucky is pretty good. Um, if you look at their three, they've lost the four games this year, but three of those have been by one score. You know, Troy, UTSA, and Indiana. Um, they've had a lot of close losses this season. One of the better teams in Conference USA. I think the challenge that they present to Auburn is they can score. Um, Austin Reed, their quarterback's having a great season. They've been really good on defense in Conference USA too. So it is a bit of a tough spot, I think, for Auburn, but. At five and a half, I'll take Auburn by a touchdown. So give me the Tigers to cover and to win another game for Cadillac Williams. Man, we've agreed every single time. This is either really great for our listeners or really bad. I've got Auburn as well. I think the running, the running, just hand the ball off, dude. They're going to run the ball like crazy. They covered against it. Well, I guess they tied last or no, they covered. They covered the spread against AM and they did it with six completions on offense. So, um, like I said, they don't need to throw the ball to win games right they, now. <laughs> they do not, and I don't. Western's good, but they're not SEC good. So uh, that's that seems like an odd number. Maybe there's a letdown. I just think Cadillacs, he's gonna have them ready to go because like he knows this is his last couple of games. Like he's got he's building to the Iron Bowl, baby. Uh, New Mexico State plus twenty eight and a half on the road against Missouri. I'm going with the reverse of what I did in the UMass A&M game. I'm going to take Missouri. I think there's some urgency for Missouri to to blow this game out, get on track offensively, especially with Arkansas coming up next week. They got to win that game and this one to get bowl eligible. New Mexico State has scored 179 points this year. 96 came in two games. They are improved under new coach Jerry Kill, but I think Missouri takes care of business here. I've got New Mexico State plus 28 and a half. I was going to take them. I had to disagree with you somewhere. Uh, I got to make you look good. So I'll take New Mexico State 28. It's mostly because I don't I don't think New Mexico State's going to score. I do think they're a well-coached team. But, you know, I guess unless Brady Cook runs around like crazy, which I guess he could do. Um, and they did look pretty good on offense in the first half against Tennessee. So you're probably right here. But give me the 28 and a half. Um, all right. Last but not least, UAB plus 14 and a half at LSU. This is a this is a solid UAB team. It's a tough spot because the you know LSU is already clinched and they're looking ahead to AM and Atlanta and how focused are they? I just think Brian Kelly's message is right here, consistent all the way through every game every week. Give me LSU minus fourteen and a half at home against UAB. I was surprised that this spread is fourteen. I think to your point, UAB is a pretty solid team from Conference USA. They're not as good as they have been in the past. And I think one reason is Bill Clark, their head coach, stepped down uh, before the season due to medical concerns. They can run the ball with the, with Dwayne McBride and Jermaine Brown. So that will present some challenges for LSU. But I think when you look at, at UAB this season, struggling to make a bowl game on the other side, LSU got past that emotional hurdle against Arkansas. The SEC West is clinched. I think they take care of business in what is, I guess, SEC after dark because it'll be played late on Saturday night. So give me the Tigers uh, on Saturday. Yeah, no Bill Clark changes this for sure. Give me LSU staying focused. Consistency from Brian Kelly, the guy who's coached like a gazillion times and won a bunch of games and 
This is not some new coach in year number one. This is an established veteran. He knows how to keep him level-headed, keep him focused, remove the human element from it all and the SEC championship from it all and just stay right here because he knows if they do, there is an outside path to the playoff for the LSU Tigers. So nobody, nobody in the world will give you better group of five analysis for gambling on SEC teams than Steven Lassen. Um, obviously, we appreciate our great sponsor, J.E. Dunn. Again, Stephen Lassen, 23-11-1 in his last five, 46-33-2. We both were 5-1-1 one one last week. We got a couple of disagreements this week, but by and large, we agree. So check out jedunn.com. Make good decisions about your life, your career. jedunn.com. Tell them 440 Sports sent you. Of course, make sure you do that. Stephen, where can people find you and all your other work around college football? You can find me at Af- at Aflon Steven on Twitter. You can also check out my work at AflonSports.com and on YouTube, all CFB365. There you have turn on there you have it. Turn on the notifications, of course, for all of the 440 sports platforms, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, whatever, Facebook, you name it. Uh, turn on all the turn on all the notifications. We do appreciate it. Check out jdun.com. Just go to the website, just peruse a little bit. Uh, we still got more weeks of college football to make you money, so stay tuned. We'll be back again next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. For Stephen Lassen, I am Braden Gall. Thank you for listening. This has been Fringe Element War Against the Spread, week number 12, right here on the 440 Sports Network. Sports Network.